Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls with their winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, telling the truth is controversial. Welcome to the Matt Buff Show. It is great to have you with us. Check out thebuffshow.com and be sure to tell your friends to like, share, and subscribe. We've got a banger show for you tonight. Big time guests. And yes, Trump was arraigned. We live in a country right now that is more like not just Ven- We're creating our own Venezuela. We're creating our own hellscape here. You got Jack Smith trying to destroy elections in this country, meaning taking away your free speech. We know the election of 2020 was stolen, and we know there was a lot of steals in 2022 during the midterms. We know all this stuff. How do we know? Well, if you're a fan of the Matt Buff Show, you've heard Dinesh D'Souza on here. You've heard uh, talking about the mules. You've uh, And he broke it down in a mathematical fashion that shows you how the mules stole it. We had the Twitter cover-ups. We talked about all that with Rudy Giuliani when he was the first to come on the Matt Buff Show and expose the Hunter Biden laptop, which Hunter Biden now claims is his. We also have the situation where Twitter would hide, Facebook would hide. Facebook can do the same thing in 2024, by the way. The electoral the elector, uh, the electorate didn't know about the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden crime family too much because the media did a good job job laying cover for them. We had Joe Hoft on the show with book one, two, and three of the steal, talking about the evidence there. And Joe Biden got 81 votes. My ass is a hashtag that is trending on Twitter and uh, TikTok, even all those places. So that's where you have it, and it's just remarkable that we have a system in this country that is completely corrupt, and that is the United States federal government. This is not what the framers had in mind. We are turning into a socialist country. We already are doing that with health care, and we're also killing the uh, fossil fuel industry by draining the petroleum reserve and shutting down pipelines, and they say, oh, we'll open leases, but then they tax the living hell out of it and put so much red tape on it, they can't do it. Jack Smith, who Trump stared down today in court and said not guilty, looked at that Weasley bastard. I bet Jack Smith's eyes hit the floor. This is just remarkable. A stolen election installs a Joe Biden regime that is completely corrupt. They're destroying every aspect of our country, But if you talk about the steal, we'll lock you up. Trump is the leading candidate. I I just want to have debates. I want to have, I think Trump is an egotistical narcissist who would do anything to make himself look good, even if it maybe hurts us, like the COVID lockdowns and his horrible State Department picks, which are coming back to bite him in the ass. You see Bill Barr, I call him Humpty Dumpty now, sitting there just bashing Trump. 
Trump appointed that guy. Christopher Ray, his FBI has turned leash, unleashed uh, hell all over the Catholic communities and Christian communities in this country. That was a Trump pick. The Supreme Court has been pretty good. I guess for if you're Israel, you're happy with the Abraham's Accords and foreign foreign money going to Israel. I guess if you're happy about that. Um, but Trump 2017 and 18, not bad. 2019, not bad. 2020 was a disaster. And I like at his rally, he was bashing Governor Ron DeSantis, who actually gets things done on a state level. I mean, really gets things done in a really positive way. Really upset the apple cart with DEI in our schools, with absolute garbage in our schools in Disney. And fired a Soros prosecutor. Trump brings him in. DeSantis fires him. I think Trump, if he, if uh, Gavin Newsom wanted to join the Trump ticket, right? Trump doesn't care about Newsom if it makes Trump look better to the left. Trump would probably allow that. So I want to have that debate. Why would Trump side with New York over Florida when it came to COVID lockdown freedom? Why would he side with Gavin Newsom instead of Ron DeSantis? Because he's about himself. I want to have those discussions. The egotistical guy that isn't the same guy from the 2016 campaign. Not at all. Now, maybe it's because he's got 79 indictments weighing all over him. But you know what? I'm allowed to have my opinion. And we're going to have people on the show that disagree with me. And I don't care about that because I want to have the debate. But I, what I don't want is a corrupt Biden regime trying to lock up their political opponents. That's what I don't want to happen. This is not Venezuela. We don't, this is not a banana republic, but it is now. I mean, socialism is here. Look at our Medicare system. Look at our school system. Socialism is here. But here we are, and here we sit where they are doing everything they can to lock up Trump because he's, they say he's not allowed to talk about a stolen election or do anything about a stolen election. You know what Jack Smith and, and the Biden regime should be doing? It's trying to prove that it wasn't stolen. <laughs> Take a look at this. This, you guys were lying here. Take a look at this. No, they can't do that. They can't do that. They can't go and try to discredit the mules. They can't discredit Joe Hoff. So what do they do? They try to throw him in jail. And that's what they want to do. But look at the timeline of all this craziness. Listen to the timeline, according to Trump's attorney, but she's not wrong. You can map it out. Map the whole thing out. Haba coming up for a couple of questions here. How are you doing? Hi, how are you all? Good, good. The fact that I am standing here for the third time in five months is not a coincidence. This is the Biden political lawfare that we have seen time and time again. It is a deflection from everything that they have done. And if you don't believe me, look at the facts. On March 17th, Hunter accidentally admits that it was his laptop from hell. The next day, DA Alvin Bragg indicts President Trump. June 8th, an FBI document is released showing that the Ukrainians paid the Biden crime family millions and millions of dollars. The next day, the Mar-a-Lago raid and the Mar-a-Lago indictment. Last week, Hunter Biden's sweetheart plea deal fell through when the judge realized it had blanket immunity. The following day, a superseding indictment 
against Donald Trump. July 31st, Devin Archer goes to testify in front of the House. That was only after they failed to put him in jail prior to the fact. What happens the next day? The January 6th indictment that we're here for today. This is not a coincidence. This is election interference at its finest against the leading candidate right now for president for either party. President Trump is under siege in a way that we have never seen before. President Trump and his legal team and everyone on his team will continue to fight, not for him, but for the American people. I'll take some questions. Uh, thank you. I, I know the president has called this a witch hunt. You just laid out several examples of that. Uh, any other thoughts from the, that the president has communicated to you in terms of why this is going on and the, why he calls it a witch hunt? I think a witch hunt is really the way that anybody should describe this because it's not something we've seen in our time. Uh, this that's, ex that's exactly right. This is not something we have seen in our time. Absolutely not. And it's pretty remarkable because Republicans and conservatives are not allowed to have debates among themselves of who the best candidate is, getting ready for a primary. No, 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 no. Each candidate in this race has to answer what they would do about Trump. Trump has to sit there and take all this incoming, and they will do anything to lock up their political rival. Because if you look and read this nonsense... It reads as though you do not have free speech in this country. I think the left is upset that only conservatives died on uh, on January 6th, the protest. It was a protest. When the riot, there's a protest. The only people riling people up were FBI agents and Nancy Pelosi, who said they didn't want to send any security. Whole thing, the fix was in, just like the fix is in right now. During this enrainment and all this uh, Hunter Biden stuff and the Devin Archer stuff, Joe Biden goes away to sit on a beach for 10 days and wonder where his head's at. Wonder what he's doing here. He probably sits there sometimes and goes, I can't believe I was installed. I'm embarrassing myself. My legacy is going to be trash. And I was installed. I didn't even want this damn thing. But when you're installed to be a puppet, the puppet sometimes, it's like the song from the Muppets. Am I a Muppet or a man? Am I a Muppet or a man? You're a Muppet, Joe Biden, and sometimes I think he knows it. There's no shame left. And that even before he left, a porter asked him about his business dealings with his son. He just stood there with his mouth open, gaping, looking at the reporter, not showing what to say. He knows his legacy is trashed. He is the front man for the socialist left in this country that wants to throw us into a uh, just hellhole of a socialist nation. Venezuela wasn't enough for them. They said, we could do that here. We could do better than that here. We can do that. Matt Buff show on location here. We've got a lot more to go, but I'm telling you what, it's just quite remarkable. We're not allowed to have the debate about the best candidate. We have to lock up our political rivals. And I remember when, uh, do you remember how the left was so mad when Hillary Clinton, when we would be chanting, lock her up? I was at four Trump rallies leading up to the 2016, and I was one of them saying, lock her up. Zero indictments for Barack Obama. Not Fast and Furious, not the scams with Solyndra and the uh, just stealing of America's money. Nothing. Zero indictments for Joe Biden. 
the Biden crime, crime family is absolutely on display for everyone to see. No indictments for Hillary, Joe, Obama, Carter. I don't think Clinton even got indicted. But Donald Trump has 79 of them. That is remarkable. The fact that uh, so many people don't care how remarkable that is. Trump's not even my top pick for 2024. It's between him and Ron DeSantis because I live in Florida. Ron DeSantis has directly impacted my kids. But I want to have that debate. But now I can't because we all have to focus on the fact that they're setting a precedent. If you dare run against an evil Democrat machine, we will lock you up. We wanted to lock Hillary up for real, for real crimes that she did. The FBI tried to cover for her, but then they couldn't anymore. You don't bleach bit and take hammers to computers and software to get rid of evidence and find all kinds of things on your drive and your laptop with Huma Amadine, Anthony Weiner's estranged wife. I mean, Hunter Biden and Anthony Weiner, I wonder if they run in the same circles. I wonder if they're friends. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. You guys stay with us. A lot more to come. Oh, it's so soft and smooth. It's cool to the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took my pillow's patented bill and combined it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented my pillow to bring you the best pillow in history, my pillow 2.0. Because of all of you, my pillow 2.0 has been a huge success. And now we're bringing you our best-selling go anywhere my pillows with the same temperature regulating technology. Made with my patented adjustable fill and brand new cooling fabric, they're truly the next generation of MyPillow. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save over 60% on our MyPillow 2.0 four-pack special. You'll get two MyPillows and two go-anywhere MyPillows, regular $259.92, now only $99.98. King size, just $10 more. This is a limited time offer, so please order now. Don't forget to use promo code BUFF at MyPillow.com. Check it out today. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game, and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit optouttoday.com to learn more. 
Welcome back to the Map Up Show. It is great to have you with us. Americans are fed up with this. There was a big rally outside of the courthouse for the arraignment of Donald Trump. All these things are backfiring and failing, but they're not going to stop. Um, everybody's sick of Bud Light. They've lost billions. I mean, they're toast. You go into a gas station, they're like, please take the Bud Light, please. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And uh, people are sick of Lizzo, too, by the way. What the hell? But I'm telling you what, there's just a lot of garbage out there, but people are revolting. It was Target, Bud Light, and now it's the Billboard Top 100, which, as of this moment, number three, Fast Car by Luke Combs. The left came out there and said it was racist to borrow a song from Tracy Chapman, who originally sang the song and gave it to him, and said, you do it, and he did a really good job with it. And then he also stood with Jason Aldean. Last night by Morgan Wallen. Somebody said his neighbor said that he said the N-word out in his yard. How big is Morgan Wallen's yard? There is no way that that happened. My yard isn't even that big. And if I said it, my neighbor couldn't hear it. I can't imagine Morgan Wallen's yard. Number two on the list with, uh, what was his song? Last night. And the number one song in America Right now on the Billboard Hot 100 is Jason Aldean, uh, Try That in a Small Town. We've played it many times for you on the show. Peak position number one, last week number two, weeks on the chart, two straight weeks. And the, 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 the left is like, how do we get them off of there? How do we do it? How do we do it? Good Lord. And uh, so they put up an ad called Latin Music Week. That's how they do it. They try to get you to buy other, uh, to, to download other stuff. So let me get rid of that. They've put an ad. Come on, it's Latin Music Week. Play some Latin music. Latin music all sounds the same, except for Selena way back in the day. That, that was a little different, but it all sounds the same. Taylor Swift is there with Cruel Summer. K-pop by Travis Scott, Bad Bunny in the Weekend. Barbie World because of the movie, which is just stupid. So let's go to Derek Johnson back on the Matt Buff Show. Great to have you. Rattletrap1776. Everybody check it out. I like the hat. I like the country singers on the Billboard Top 100. People don't understand. That's not a country poll, Derek. That is a poll of all music. <laughs> Can you hear that's me correct. okay? Well, that's yeah. a key thing. That, uh, there you go. Yeah, I hear, yeah, I hear pretty good. Well, that's a that's a key thing about it. There's a lot of things that's going on with this, which is awesome to me. One, we're we're making country music great again, so let's go ahead and get that. Uh, let's go ahead and get that out there. And uh, another thing is it plays into what I try to tell a lot of people that were following me two and three years ago when I had my uh, two in the top forties. Uh, a lot of country music fans don't understand the chart, understand the system. Uh, but that aside, though, in a different way. Uh, this poll does show that the fans are responding and the fans like what they hear and the people, the, uh, the people of our people are tired of it. We're pissed off. We're pissed off patriots. Um, and the other thing it shows too, is I try to highlight the South. Obviously you can tell I didn't grow up in New Jersey. Uh, but <laughs> you know, try that in a small town is about the South, the small towns in the South. We still respect our elders, respect our women. Uh, we take care of our children. You're not going to cram throats, uh, cram our children's throats full of bull crap. Uh, you know, we see an elderly person trying to cross the street. We'll stop the traffic, help them cross the street. Uh, we respect our law enforcement. 
Um, it doesn't matter what color you are. It has nothing to do with that whatsoever. Um, you know, like we protect our own, as the song says. Yeah, it's nothing about color. And we can look at all kinds of races that destroyed this country during Black Lives Matter and Antifa rallies. But it's just strange because you're racist if you say that song has something to do with black people when the song's talking about violence. Because you're the one saying you're talking about violent black people. But the song doesn't say that. But if you say it means something against black people, that means you're saying black people are violent. Hmm. Exactly. But that's the Democrats for you. They're completely racist to the bone. Well, they reverse everything. They try to reverse everything. No matter what it is, they'll reverse it. It's like they, it's like a build-a-bear society. They build it how they want it, and depending on what the narrative is, they flip it on it. You know, there's never any common sense to it. There's never any listening to the terminology um, and what is a song or whatever it is, whatever it is actually saying. Uh, and then they, in this case, obviously a song. Uh, so it's it's perfect though. I mean, the more they hate it, the better it's going to do. So that's uh, and the more they hate it, the more publicity it gives. And there's people out there that might not have heard it yet, and they go listen to it. They're like, "Dang, I like this." <laughs> and yeah, see, that's the thing. Down, you're someone right. downloads it. You're you're down. You're damn right. That's what happens. They they hear the view talking about it. There's a percentage of that off audience has never heard of Jason Aldean. Well, I'll check out the song, and they listen to it. Man, that's pretty good. And so that song goes, shoots up to number up, yeah. one, not just on the country tar- charts. What CMT takes it off? Way to go, CMT. I'm pissing on, if it's like a kindergarten teacher pissing on the kids, that's what it's doing. You're pissing on your own crowd by doing that. But who, who goes home and watches CMT anyway anymore? But the Billboard Top 100, everybody pays attention to that, and he's number one. Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, it's it's only showing the people who are awake or or what we call awoke, you know. And CMT, they can kiss their uh, they can kiss their network goodbye after that. Uh, it's yeah. unfortunate. I actually know that I know the founder of CMT, the original founder, the one that founded it, and uh, he has no affiliation to it anymore. Thank goodness. Uh, but they, his his son would say the same thing. Well, see you later. Adios. You know, nice knowing well, you. So, yeah, how do you like the the two? And that's guys? what we're doing in this nation. That's that's what we're doing. We're setting a precedent again. Yes, we are absolutely through country music too, and it's about time because country music needed a revolution anyway. Because the sissy crap they're putting out there is not country music. It's pop. It's pop. It's like Christian music today. It all sucks. They're all yeah. trying to be pop, and and so yeah. the the two guys that supported Aldine, right? They're two and three on the list. <laughs> Exactly. And they told CMT, exactly. pull our songs too. Well, if I pull all Luke Combs, all Morgan Wallen, and all Jason Aldean, all we got left is Baron Morris. Oh Lord. And uh yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of liberals that moved into Nashville, moved into the country music industry. A lot of fans don't know there's an actual finite structure to, and a format to the industry. Um, I actually my team, same guy. Uh, the one I'm just talking about is dad found a CMT. Um, he, uh, they're the number one team in country music. Uh, we had these two top forties. We set two billboard records and country music records. And have you heard of me? No. Cause they only publish the top 20 now. So this yeah. is great for a lot of artists out there. Uh, and it's a lot, it's great for fans to get to see this too in a different way where they can listen to guys like me saying, Hey, there's a bunch of us on the back side 
that are conservative and we're getting screwed over by all these liberal people there because when you're conservative, right? And you stand for this, you stand for the old school and you stand for a good quality system and you know too much about that system and they try to exit you out. Yeah. It's just remarkable. Just trying, they're trying it everywhere now. I'm glad Hollywood is shut down by the way. We got enough of the old stuff. We don't need Hollywood anymore. It's like that came back mm -hmm. to bite them too. Their DEI standards they wanted to put in movies. Well, they naturally got shut down because of that. What are your thoughts on the Hollywood nonsense and the fake, I mean, just to go right along with this trend? Well, it, it's all these systems that have they, they were created for good reasons and then they got corrupt because money and, and fame and the lust of money and all the other stuff that comes with it, the power that these people uh, have. You know, and if you don't play into their system, you don't play into that agenda, then you become an artist like me where you either got to stand up for your own or you said old saying, if you can't lick them, you join them. Right. Well, I didn't do that. Um, we could have easily done something. And, uh, you know, with my team and everything, we could have had a record deal of some sort. But, you know, it's like, no, they want to they want to dummy you down. And it's not so much about the, what you wear anymore and necessarily what you're singing about. It's just how much you're giving up. They call it a 360 package. It's 85% goes back into the label. It's the same thing with Hollywood. It all, it all is a system and it's all got this catch to it. Um, and it's a willing, are you willing to play by that system? Or are you the willing to play their system? Right. And that's why my attorneys call me an iconoclast because what we did, I still hold these records and I have the formula for all independent artists and songwriters out there. You don't need the labels. You need to know the formula, though, of how you bypass Billboard. That's what we did. We we charted Billboard, but we bypassed all the record labels to get there. Um, and it's yeah. the same thing with Hollywood. You know, we have now we have technology and we need to break this with people out there that just because you're not in the top 10, the top five, I'm not knocking out any of them either. But that's a downloadable chart that you're looking at. So that's showing the fans are responding. But fans think in movies and music that if you're not in this top five, 10 or 20, that you're not good. That's not the case. Technology is technology. We have a lot of quality producers out there, a lot of quality music and movies that you can find on multiple markets. And if you like it, then and you resonate to it, then that's all that matters. The, the key to success in music, right, is to have a rapper come in and do a part of the song. And then the rest <laughs> of the song is rocker country. That that mixing together, that that's what well, works, crap. Right? Well, crap, you know, no, I guess the <laughs> the rappers don't like me, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah, you can get Bryson Gray. Like, yeah. like if you got Bryson yeah. Gray, right, and, <laughs> and he rapped a portion and then you did country the rest, that mix is a hit. Oh, man, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns like old George Strait or, or someone <laughs> like Alan Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> We're just having fun George with Jones. It. What's Rat Trap? Rattle I'm like George Jones. George, you know. You know, George Jones is probably trending higher than Morgan Rollin right now. Or not, not Morgan Rollin, uh, Marin Morris. Marin Morris. Oh, yeah. George Jones, man, he had it. He was like, he told Merle Haggard. He, he told his own buddy Merle, you know, the hag. He told him, Merle was like talking about he was going to do, do a duet with Jewel on the Country Music Awards. This was years ago. And George yeah. Jones, was like, he was just like, man, you can have that. He wasn't even watching it that night. So, anyway, it was pretty cool. You do you remember yeah, like Clapton? Do you remember like Eric Clapton and Stevie Ray Vaughan writing anti-lockdown songs? They were like, "What the hell? Are we rock stars or are we government stooges for big pharma?" But nobody heard that stuff. 
There was country exactly. song singers doing the same thing. Stevie Ray Vaughan and Eric Clapton, good for them too, right? I mean, for crying out loud. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right, well, I mean, once again, what do you, you got to be an outlaw? You got you got to do things. Yeah. And and Al Dean, he wasn't. I like how he didn't apologize for the song, Derek. He didn't apologize, and I think people are sick of Mm-mm. like the the fake boldness, fake boldness. I do something bold, and then people get mad about it. Oh, sorry about that. Didn't mean to be so bold. Not Al Dean, and his wife was even more outspoken. Well, and she's an Alabama girl, so that's that's. He's a Georgia boy. She's an Alabama girl, so you know. Uh, but the other thing is this: is you know, it's 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 the right kind of power in a sense yeah. of. You know, when you have that power and you know who you are and you're okay with who you are, then it don't matter. You know, it's like, it, it, but if you're someone who sways with the with the audience and the crowd and, oh, well, they, they didn't like that. So let me go over here and tell them I'm sorry. No, nah, man, like, like the heck with that. Uh, and that's what he's done. And that's that's the kind of person he is. I happen to, uh, I'm not, I don't know him very, very well. Um, I met him through a roommate of mine years ago that uh, uh, his dad's in the group. What? Well, he, He's in the group Alabama. Obviously, they're they're touring a little bit now, but uh, so I've met Aldine, and you know I know his producer really well, um, and I know a lot of his team members really well, and you know he is he is who he is, and you know that's the key thing with that. He's okay with that, and the more people who hate it, he don't care. It's publicity, right? So you know that's the that's the key thing with that. And I tell all young artists don't don't just flow with the crowd. Like I'll go and like stand for something. Be who you are, uh, but you got obviously got got to be careful with being who you are. Depending on what you, what you're presenting to the people, uh, but just like the Dixie Chicks, you know they did what they did, but they they should have never done that, considering where the state of the the world was at that time, and they paid the consequences for it. Um, but you know they might have been right though about George Bush. I mean that that truth to come out. That's a, that's a whole other can of worms, but <laughs> <laughs> the Dixie Chicks were a problem for the left when they were canceling everything a couple of years ago. Everything was being canceled. They hate the word Dixie, right? But that left the chicks. They hate right. the word chicks too. So what what right. do you call them then? The nobodies. We're no one. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, just the <laughs> the flat line. That's what you call that. <laughs> George Bush was an idiot president too. By the way, they were right. They were right about that. But that's all we have. Yeah. Well, we that's can call we them. We can. Time. We can call them. We can call them the flatliners. You know, because they <laughs> they don't have a name, so they flatline their career. And then also George Bush is a flatliner too. So yeah, you're yeah. right though. That's all we had at the time. And if you weren't awake, you know, then everybody has to awaken sometime. And uh, but that's all you had at the time. So yeah, we're but we're, swamp man, is being, we're, we're we're man enough to admit it that that guy was a moron. And he was a warmonger. So, Derek, well, and that's what, all going to be revealed, as we know. Yeah. It's it's uh, the. Oh, I, I was just. I think we have a delay a little bit, but that's okay. I wanted. I wanted you to talk about Rattletrap seventeen seventy six. I want you to talk about that, and then get your thoughts on the Trump nonsense with the indictments. Well, Rattletrap1776 is just a handle I came up with when I was on Telegram before I blew up. And I had a video that went viral August the 24th. It's hard to believe it's about to be a, a year. Uh, but 
Uh, and I tell how Donald John Trump's still legally your commander in chief. And there's been something recently that proves that uh, executive order uh, 14102 is Joe Biden uh, specifically tells the, uh, the secretary of defense to abide by the authority and the functions vested in the president. Oh, well, when you go over to the War Powers Resolution Act, it tells you in the bottom of it, the last amended section uh, is Donald Trump's section. That's where a president actually declares war in the United States of America and becomes a wartime president. Uh, on the very bottom, it shows fiscal year 2020, but it has a memorandum of 2021. All right. And it's Joe Biden, July 19th, 2021, telling the Secretary of Defense to abide by the authority and the functions vested in the president of Section 1550. We scroll up to 1550. It's the last amended section. And it's uh, December 20th, 2019. It talks about the 180 days after that. Well, 180 days after December the 20th, 2019, Donald John Trump became a wartime president in March, uh, March 27th, to be specific, when he federalized one million reserve components to active duty. That order has not been revised or revoked. It's only been extended. And that is an extension that July 13th, 2023 is the actual extension because you cannot extend a national emergency no more than two consecutive 12 month periods. So a new order has to be reissued. But when you go to the War Powers Resolution Act, the first uh, extension is listed in there and it tells the Secretary of Defense. So why would Joe Biden tell the Secretary of Defense to abide by the authority and the functions by Donald John Trump? Right. So that one thing settles it all. You don't even have to read the rest of my documents anymore. That one thing settles continuity, government, military occupancy. So that's why they call me rattle traps, because I could rattle all these laws and these orders off. Uh, military laws more specifically, but, um, and then let's see, what was the second question? You said, <laughs> well, the indictments, I mean, of course, I'm oh, yeah. take on that well, because it's all part of the plan. I mean, lock well, up. it's a, it's a, it's a distraction. That's a, it's devolution is what it is. And, uh, people have to trust and know the government first. And I don't mean trust in the government. I'm talking about the functions of the government. There's two powers in the U S federal government, military, military separate. The Military Justice Act proves that. And that was the Supreme Court. You, you and I have talked about this, but keep yeah. this in mind. That was the Supreme Court before Donald Trump's nominations and before Donald Trump's Supreme Court, if they want to call it that. Still the Supreme Court. It's not his Supreme Court. But this was this Military Justice Act was signed before his nominations and before the justices were swapped out. Right. And of course, one passed away. But. The Military Justice Act, written in 2016, but it did not pass until the 2017 National Defense Authorization Act, which shows before continuity government, and it passed during continuity government. All right. But the Military Justice Act, clarified military laws are separate from civil laws. It separated president, commander-in-chief, and it separated commander-in-chief from the federal government. So people have to believe in that first, that the military is separate. The military operates off a law war manual which it was just renewed again a few days ago uh, with, uh, let's see, about 14 or 15 new pages. All right. So when the federal government's under a continuity government, which we have evidence of that January 17, 2017 and June 13, 2017 on .gov sites, it shows that in the most recent one was April 2023. And the most recent law inside of that one was a Donald Trump law. All right. If Joe Biden was president, how come he doesn't have a law inside of a continuity government? Because he's not part of that continuity government. Those two outlines, those are your two outlines. There's five up under those. So when people 
people have to know what a continuity government is, and then they have to know that that's the federal government. When they're under a continuity government, the Constitution's put on pause. The law of war manual is in operation because the military is in control via what they call a military occupancy. They just didn't make it visual this time. So it's why it's so hard for people to believe it. But there's so much evidence you can show. Uh, but just like that, the war powers that. When President Trump says, if they're going to investigate me, they're going to investigate every president before me immediately. Well, he's talking about because the law, the War Powers Resolution Act was Franklin D. Roosevelt, December the 8th, 1941. Uh, so, you know, you don't have to like the laws and orders. I just show the ones that are in place, like I tell people. If you don't have to like them, but I show the ones that are in place and then I show the actions around it. Just earlier today, Brazil was flying out of Joint Base Andrews. Uh, Honduras was flying around a trainer aircraft. Honduran trainer aircraft flying around Miami. Uh, the United Kingdom. Uh, oh, there's so many countries in and out, but that's in the War Powers Resolution Act. It's Section 1550, our armed forces and partner forces. So it shows, but people have to see it, and they can find all that on uh, my sites and whatnot. So you don't have time to break it all down, I'm sure. Well, in layman's terms, anyone who calls Joe Biden a president is a moron. That's correct. All right. Well, because well, he received a funeral, he, he received a funeral service. So, you know, and that's yeah. what I tell people. Three cannons, nine second intervals, 21 guns is not a 21 gun salute. And that's the, the only cannons they showed all day long on January 20, 2021 for Biden were three cannons, nine second intervals. 21 guns. The first shot was a dud. They replaced the fire, and it was at Arlington. That is, by definition, a military funeral honors. Well, it's fitting because he's the walking dead. So it just makes absolute <laughs> exactly. sense. And that's what I was saying at the beginning of the show. I wonder if he knows he's just a puppet. It's from the movie, Am I a Muppet or a Man? Am I a Muppet or a Man? <laughs> he knows he's a puppet <laughs> for the left. He knows his legacy as a person is destroyed. They're the crime family Absolutely. crap is everywhere. Even CNN's covering it now. I mean, his legacy is destroyed all because he was installed to do the bidding of the radical socialist left. And I think a part of him hates that. That's why the 10 days on the beach is more of a sad thing. Well, they showed, uh, they showed, they prove what I'm talking about because one, there's a presidential records act, then the president has executive privilege, and then Obama signed an executive order for presidential records. So, you know, President Trump has full authority to take any record he wants. People don't have to like it. It can no. be whatever. He has that authority, right? Yeah. Well, they show they, they proved my point. They proved it down in Miami. One of the, they showed the documents. One of the documents he's holding: continuity of operation plans, military operations. Yes, they they show it, but. You know, the people that follow me, it clicks with them. But the ones out there, they're like, what in the world? But they got to know laws and orders. Yeah, D Derek Johnson is right, everybody. If you want to be mad at anybody about the Trump document situation, be mad at Obama, who passed the Presidential <laughs> Records Law Act. He's the one that did it. So that's why you don't see Bob Obama <laughs> out there talking about documents. He's talking about Michelle and, you know, we're golfing or whatever, but. The, right. the uh, <laughs> Obama's not going to talk about documents because they're like, wait a minute, you're the one that gave this authority. And it doesn't say the Vice President Record Act. doesn't say the Senate Record Act. It says the Presidential Records Act. The sole power. That's what people aren't talking about enough. 
<laughs> oh, it, it's it's hilarious. And it wasn't like he wrote it in 2008. It, it wouldn't matter when he wrote it. It doesn't matter. It's the last it one on record. So it's it, like, it's the it, does, it doesn't matter the year, but I believe he signed it in 20, 2016. What do you think of the reasons Obama created the Presidential Records Act? What kind of corrupt crap was that guy trying to hide? The, the, the basis for him oh, creating man. and signing that. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, his well, just just for starters, four executive orders on Ukraine alone protecting yeah. the financial interests of what they were doing in Ukraine. So that's one. Yeah. Um, and then what happened shortly after, shortly after President Trump became visual president is a little phone call, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, but that... That that one portion alone, you could just say, well, there's four executive orders back to back to back, all in the same year, 2014, the same year that Vice President Biden took seven trips in seven months to Ukraine, the same year that they only had one of two rounds for election in Ukraine, the same year Victoria Nuland, who is now Biden's undersecretary, she secured one billion dollars in the defense budget and said F the EU, right? All in the same year, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. All in the same year. And now that all this is being uncovered, every time they uncover it, Trump gets four more indictments. It's it's all he happening. He gets indictments. He gets indictments after they discover something about the Bidens. They try to lock up Devin Archer so he wouldn't testify. So they couldn't. Exactly. He testifies. And then four more indictments for Trump. I mean, it's, it's just right there in front of you. God bless you, Derek Johnson. Where can people follow you and find you and keep, I mean, your fans are pissed at me because I wanted to have a primary. I want to see Trump and DeSantis. Trump's not my guy right now. He's not my guy, but I have the right to do that as a Republican voter. I'm shopping against my favorite governor. We can't have that debate. We're talking about indictments. We can't have that anymore. So everybody's telling Derek Johnson, go set Matt Buff straight. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, you know, people, people have to allow that again. You know, it's like, you you know, mm -hmm. that's, that's what makes America great is, uh, you know, and, and if you're wrong about something, are you man enough or you Muppet, right? Are you man or you Muppet? Are you man enough you to say I was wrong about it? You know, so it's like, uh, now I'm not saying you're wrong, right? But, you know, but. My thing is, like, once again, we're under an operation. I personally have gone on record saying I don't believe that Donald Trump will run in 2024 because I believe 2024 will be a different kind of setting. I believe it will be a different kind of – I think we'll be in maybe the recovery process of what he's been talking about. I mean, he's the one that says it. I, I just deliver his message for him in different ways and show yeah. his people that claim to be his supporters. I am, but there's a lot claim that they are, and they don't yeah. have a clue what he's saying. I'm like – cleaning out street gains by 85%, tearing down bad and ugly buildings, uh, delivering the, the homeless off the streets. That's going to take a military. That's not going to be just a couple of people here and there. No, that's going to be a massive operation, visual operation doing so. And I just don't think 2024 is going to look like people get thinks it's going to look like uh, because of the laws in place. And I think 2024 election period is going to look a complete, completely different because of the laws in place and what they've put into place for that reason. Uh, and it should be fair and reciprocal. And if you want your guy out there, then look, it should be fair and reciprocal where we know, okay, may the best man or may the best woman win, right? Who doesn't want that? Um, and that's all president Trump's been doing this whole time. So a lot of people have gotten it wrong. Like it's not just Trump or nobody because when right. president Trump, he's 70, what 77, 
Uh, so he's not living forever, people. You got to understand this is not just for the next four years. This is for our future moving way out and hope the guy we never get back in this situation. That's right. Derek Johnson, we could go all night. But you, uh, oh, yeah. So where you can find me. So up. the documents. Yeah. Yeah. Go. So, yeah. I asked where people can find you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, my bad. We got that delay. I forgot. So the documents.info <laughs> and then rattletrap1776.com, Facebook, 1776 Nation Original, uh, and then all, all the others you can find on, on these links right here. God bless you, Derek Johnson. Keep up the great work, man. We'll talk again soon. Thank you, Matt. We'll see you soon, Buff. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could we could spill it all. My next two guests, we could do the same thing, too. The show might not end today. I'm just saying. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. Stay it's time it. to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Cost of living is skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Welcome back to the Map Off Show. It is great to have you rolling along with us. And we're going to put this on Rumble. Our Rumble connection got interrupted tonight, so we're going to put it back up there. But also on all your favorite platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, Pandora. And I'm not just saying that because it's on the banner behind me. But also Amazon. My kids were scrolling Amazon Music looking at playlists, and there's the Map Buff Show. Not bad. Not bad. You know who else is not bad? That's Angie Wong back on the Matt Buff show up way past her bedtime, apparently for the second night in a row. 
<laughs> it came on yesterday. I totally forgot it was not Thursday. Wait, is it Thursday today? It is, right? Like, I believe I believe it is. Now, that being said, we're just trying to get to Friday. <laughs> you know, I, every day is uh, a Saturday or Sunday with me these days. It's just all lumping in together. Every day is just melting. I don't even know what month we're in. I think we're in 2023, but that's as far as I got. It's just all been just crazy. Ever since the gas prices started ticking up <laughs> and the baby formula and the border got open and there's homeless in the street in uh, New York and everywhere else, there's just, there's just homeless illegals everywhere in the country right now. And it, do, it does seem like we've just dipped into a place where time doesn't really matter. Days don't matter. They're just all bad. Yeah, what are we living for anymore? What are we living for, Matt? Give me some reason to live. I need like something to look forward to. Anything. 2024 was going to be the big bet, but I don't know, man. Things are looking weird. I'm just a little bit nervous. I like I'm like on nerves now because everything, you're right. Everything is just crazy on every level, whether it's the economy or egg prices or gas prices or international you know, potentially a World War III, like everyone's on edge right now. Uh, I don't know anyone who's really kind of chilled and relaxed and who just like, you know, uh, don't worry, be happy mode. I, that's certainly no one I know. So I don't know. I, I <laughs> It is past my bedtime. I'm a little bit delirious, but I am so happy that I get to be on your show again because I think uh, you're probably the only show I would stay up late for. All right. Oh, now you can I, appreciate I would say that. I played for your show. That's awesome. Not even gut. Yeah, that's great. I appreciate that because I love having you on. And I, I apologize about all the mix-ups and we try to get you on before, but everything's just been so crazy. But I tell you this, we got Halloween to look forward to. That's always oh. fun. <laughs> World World War Three would be interesting. I mean, that'd be <laughs> but you know, I I just like we can't even have seasons anymore, right? They've hijacked seasons. Like it's hot, and they go out and make speeches about this is global warming. No, it's summer. <laughs> Climate change is an excuse to pick winners and losers in business. That's what it is. It's let's throw money at companies we like. That's what climate change means. They don't really think they can, like the stove. You can turn down the heat on the stove with a switch of a button. But I'm in Florida. These are the dog days. That's why they call them the dog days. You you go back to 52. There was a major heat wave in 1952. 1880 was a major heat wave. We had an ice age for crying out loud. Keep getting warmer incrementally every year. That's what, you know, geologists say. That's what the scientists actually say. It's going to get warmer a little bit every single year. And guess what? We will have to prepare for it. And Florida at some point may be underwater. We get that, right? So that's just the earth changing. We are evolving always. Um, and we'll have to adapt. So what? Yeah. So what? Every year the sun gets a little closer and we have just... Children, uh, I mean, the birth rate in a, in the world is through the roof. I mean, I think people forgot about the 60s and the 80s when they were talking about protection. That's out the window. They're all all over the world having kids. Nobody's concerned about climate change except for Biden's teleprompter, John Kerry, and the people that want the government funding for 
solar deals that you know they can make like Solyndra and and yeah. become failures. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, are we talking climate change tonight? Is that going to be our thing? No, I mean, it's not. I don't know why we no, talked no, no, about okay. that. I no. We were supposed to what? talk about the Trump nonsense. I played the clip earlier of the show where the Trump attorney made a good uh, analysis. Every time something comes out about Hunter Biden or Joe Biden, Trump gets indicted four times. I know. It's a tit for tat. It really is. It's tit for tat. It's a terrible game of tennis. And who are the losers, really? It's the viewers. It's the American voters. We have to watch these guys go into a pissing match, what, for the next 15 months? Are you kidding me? I got to deal with this for like, I mean, it's like, okay, every time we hit Hunter Biden, you got to hit Trump back with more indictments. The guy has 70 something counts of indictment. He's got, he's looking at 650 years in jail. I mean, this is crazy. So we're just he could gonna, probably like, serve it all and still come out. He could probably serve 650 years and still walk out looking younger than Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, the guy's looking pretty good. He's 77. He's looking better now. Usually, like when presidents like exit the presidency, they're like really like their their hair goes gray. They're like you know they haven't slept in a really long time. They're like they've aged like forty years, right? Trump yeah. is looking younger and younger and younger, and he's he's looking like he's having a good time. Yeah, they show up. They saw a side by side video of Biden tripping upstairs and Trump out there hitting the uh, hitting the ball on the green two feet away from the hole. Pretty remarkable. But what yeah. do you what do you say to my thoughts? Like Governor DeSantis here in Florida has been phenomenal for us. I got kids that literally benefit from his policies. I want to just have the debate like we used to between the rivals and the Republican Party. I want to get Nikki Haley out of there and Tim Scott out of there. Mike Pence, what are you doing? Nobody likes you. Um, Chris Christie, are you kidding? He need, like Roger Stone said last week on the show. Chris Christie needs to run, not for president. He just needs to run. <laughs> That's the best. He's so Stone. good. He's so good. <laughs> and then we made a joke together. We say Biden, the Biden crime family, Biden is toast. Chris Christie, don't eat it. You guys have the great one-liners. No, look, we're, you know, so clearly Trump's already said he's not going to be in Milwaukee. He's not going to do the first presidential debate. He doesn't have no. to, right? He's, he's like no. over 50% in most polls, including mm -hmm. the New York Times poll and the Harvard poll and everything. He's all up, 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 right? Why would you do a basically a song and dance with other players on the stage. He's the only guy right now. But I just got noticed that the California GOP will have Ron DeSantis and Trump up on stage on September 29th, somewhere in California. They're having a, some dinner or something like that. So they're, the two men will finally meet now that they've both announced their presidency on September 29th. So I got to be there for that. I'm flying out for that. For are sure. they going to tape this? Yeah, I know you're going to be there. Are they going to are they going to have a discussion between the two of them? Ooh, I mean, I'm not privy to that. I'm sure there's going to be something happening backstage, right? When the two men meet, it wow. may not be as public, but there'll be something. And certainly, if I were the California GOP, I would make this a photo op of all photo ops. It's going to be the first time the two men have been photographed together uh, since they both announced. For our radio listeners, you'll have to check out the rest of the show on Rumble. Go to the Matt Buff show on Rumble. Just search Matt Buff on Rumble. It's there for you. We'll see you next time, radio show.
listeners. Thank you so much. But I just, Angie, I think that's going to be phenomenal. I mean, if they, if they would team up somehow, right. Yeah. Um, I think that would be a good springboard in a 2028. Um, I think DeSantis would be fine. I, uh, I noticed in Trump's rally, did you watch Trump rally this uh, last one? I've watched all of them. Look, um, I, I love DeSantis as well. He's been a great governor here in Florida, even though he's been a little absent and we understand why he's running for presidency, but he's done a phenomenal job here in Florida. I do wish that, you know, those two men would talk. Uh, because they don't have to be adversarial. Yeah. I actually think at this mm. point, because DeSantis launched his campaign about eight, nine weeks ago, and his numbers have not popped. By now, it should have gone up incrementally. He's already spent over $12 million on his campaign, uh, and it's only been a couple of weeks. His numbers haven't moved, and I think that's scary. You know, uh, he's he had a short window to really ramp up at least a little closer, but now they're the two men are really, really far apart. I'm not saying give up. I think he's still got some legs. What his he's got to have either one of two things, and you know this because you live in Florida. He's got to have a really big hurricane that comes through where he's like you know super gov again and like saves the day and saves yeah. all the Floridians, right? Yeah. Or he's going to have to have a Sarah Palin moment. He's going to have to have some crazy VP pick that sucks all of the media air out of Trump's corner. Because right now, even DeSantis, he can't get a word out without having to mention the word Trump on any of because his of the indictments. It's not yeah. it's not fair to DeSantis either. No, or anybody no, or any of the candidates. All they're no. doing is talking about Trump all day long. And that's how it worked back in 2020 and even 2016 to an extent. So we know that that is the power of Donald Trump. He's very, very good at it. It's Trump TV 24-7. And you're either a watcher or you're tuning out, but you're not getting the other candidates in. There is no airtime for the other candidates. And I think Ron DeSantis now understands that Trump is a very, very diff different political animal. You cannot skin this guy the way previous candidates have been skinned. This is a very different game. He's got Teflon skin, Trump. I mean, I've never seen anyone skate through more litigation in my life than this man, right? So for DeSantis, he's got to make some big moves or something's got something, you know, out of his control has to happen. Uh, and I've been waiting for that moment. The only thing that's really going to kind of suppress Trump and all the media noise with Trump, surrounding Trump, is if something that is outside of his control comes in. So whether that's war or a huge hurricane or something catastrophic, you're not going to knock Trump out of the media. Yeah, well, no, not with the indictments. The Democrats don't understand they're helping Trump with all these these stupid indictments. They're actually helping him because all the all the Republican candidates, they only get questions about what do you think about the indictment? Should it be locked up? Should it be this? And then they got to spend time talking about January 6th and stuff. They don't want to do that. Vivek Ramaswamy is a smart one. He goes on MSNBC. He goes on Charlemagne the God. He goes on all the bad places and tries to talk about social issues. And he does a really good job with it. He's probably the smartest guy in the race. He, but the, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's got to control his arm movements man. a little bit. But yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. Right. I do it when he, I'm talking about him. When I'm talking about him, I do the arm movements. 
Yeah, I want to do it too. And it's so awful. <laughs> like, awful it that's how I, you know, I'm a female voter, right? So like, yeah. I look at the visuals. I'm like, you know, you look at this guy. It's like, is he attractive? Is he like an RFK junior with his shirt off? Like, you know, like, yeah. I'm sorry, female voters kind of think a little bit like that. Right. So the guy's doing his arm thing. It's like, okay, that's cool, but too much. So I hope he gets that message. And I, I, I know I tweeted that at him at some point, which I'm sure he didn't really appreciate, but no, he's a really, <laughs> really really good speaker he gets it here's the problem with him he's not going to be picked vp even though his numbers are up no. trump cannot have a guy like him as a vp he needs someone who's going to be a little bit less alpha right who's going to yeah. not want the stage as much well then he's i don't know carrie lake is out then <laughs> She's been pieing. She's certainly been pieing for that. She's been campaigning for that. She was vote. on my show on this. I swear <laughs> to God. She wanted to be on SVP. I'm sure she does. Oh, yeah. I Because I'm pretty slick with the questions, right? I'm like, so when you're debating Kamala Harris, right? Are you going to sit there and let her cackle? And she's like, no. I said, I got you. I got you. But no, yeah. That's she, pretty good. She That's was, slick. She got Ooh. so mad at me. She didn't know I lived in Florida. She got so mad. She goes, DeSantis is a deep state rhino, this and that. And I'm like, yeah, not really. Um, and she's like, he, have you been to Florida? It's a shithole. And I'm like, <laughs> I live in Florida. It's not a, it's pretty nice. We can shoot a protester if we feel threatened by them. I mean, we got a pretty good thing here. I mean, she's a seasoned journalist. She should not be spilling out stuff like that. She should have gotten notes on your show, at least, before she yeah. jumped on. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, look, Carrie Lake, she would have been a great VP contender had she won her race. To this day, she's still so busy losing her gubernatorial race, right? She cannot let it go. And I get I get that. And I get that she's no, I'm with her. I'm with her on that though, Angie. Don't let it go because that was a steal in broad daylight. I mean, oh, they yeah. shut down the voting centers in Republican districts on election day. Well, <laughs> I saw it, I, I saw it firsthand. And I and I'm I'm happy she's doing it. Does she have to just talk about that? I'm not sure. Because what I would love, and I do love Carrie Lake, I would love to see her yeah. run for something else. I would love to see her run for the Senate. I would she's love to see about her it. run for something. She's got the name recognition, right? Um, and why isn't yeah. she doing that? Why is she pushing a book? Why is she pushing out more lawsuits? The lawsuits can happen in the background. You could do things in parallel, yeah. right? Hey, I'm running for this, but we're still doing the lawsuits. And here's an update on that. But, you know, here's how we're going to change the Senate. Uh, she was thinking about the Senate, which in Arizona, she would have a good shot. I mean, they're the weakest candidates I've ever seen ever come out of Arizona. I mean, it's just remarkable. Even Sheriff Mark Lamb? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, good guy, right? Good guy. But they're just, ah, there's something missing. You the deuces and the cinemas and the, I mean, it's just, I, it just not And Carrie Lake blew all that up. I thought that was good, but you know, I like, I like lamb. I do like lamb, but you know, come on little passive aggressive. Yeah. Uh, look, she still might jump in, you know, there's still a window. There's still plenty of time for her to, jump in uh but right now she's being a surrogate for donald j trump and she's touring around the country yeah. and hey, you're like yeah why not right why not what else is she doing and she really you know she may land a, a cabinet seat who knows right she might get something out of this so uh she's playing it smart she's got good people around her and um clearly she's so visible and she's so good that i think uh you know i'm sure she knows what she's doing 
Well, she's doing the book tour right now. And so during the book tour, she's surrogating for Trump and talking about her own life and Trump. And I said, you want that VP so badly. You could taste it. But I don't think, you know, Trump is his ego is too big to have anybody else with any. That's why Pence. Pence is a, uh, a walking exactly. mannequin. That's exactly. he loves Pence because he's not going to suck any energy out of the room from Trump. None. He's got no energy. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> he's I, mean, I met the guy. He's nice. He talks well. He's, you know, got something. Yeah. But but you're right. You need a Pence. Mm-hmm. You need someone who's going to be in the background and do a lot yeah. of the work that Trump doesn't want to do. So you're going to have that guy. Who's that guy? And I, I, I you know, <laughs> and I say this often, Trump, especially with all the legal stuff going on with him, he needs a VP who's going to be his proxy. He needs someone who is going to be campaigning for him if something happens to Trump. And it's very likely that something may happen. So we have to be prepared for that. This is going to be the most important VP pick of any election because you have a president who's looking at jail time all of a sudden. Right. And if he has to campaign from jail, it's going to have to be his proxy and his surrogates who are going to be out there in the field getting the votes out for this man. And not that he needs it, because we know that if he does get any jail time, everyone's going to vote for him. Even Democrats have told me I'm going to vote for him if he if if this happens. This is crazy. So in this discussion, like a Venezuelan. I mean, if he's sitting in jail campaigning, this is like some third world country, a failed state. It would be incredible. I think they're going to walk him up to that line. I think they really want to walk him up to that line. But as you mentioned before, Democrats just can't, they don't get it. They really, and I, and I, okay, I'm sorry, but sometimes I have to watch The View, okay? Just for market research, I have to watch The View. Like Whoopi Goldberg and Sonny Hossein and all those crazy cats, they fantasize about Trump being in an orange jumpsuit. They like, like, that's all they can talk about, especially with the writer's strike going on. They have like nothing to say. So like all they can do is like fantasize that Trump getting done in. What they don't get is that if they were to have a conversation with you and have a coffee with you or something, they're like, don't yeah. you hate that guy? Isn't he awful? Like, and when, when you're like, no, I don't agree with you. Like they don't get it. Like there's something blocking yeah. them from, well, other people's opinions, right? Um, so they're going to keep walking him to that line. What I love about the latest indictments, I got to tell you, I think Jack Smith is getting played big time. And I see it because I see the movements of the unnamed co-conspirators and what they are and who, what the, who they are. And they're probably some of the best legal minds out there right now, the best yeah. political and legal minds. And they're going to play games like you wouldn't believe. They're going to run Jack around the, around the merry-go-round. I mean, he's I don't know if he knows what he stepped into. Well, he should because he stepped into it three times before and he lost them all. He's gone <laughs> after people before and he loses them all because he he drums up phony charges and then attaches a precedent that doesn't apply to it. And then that's his legal basing. He has a history of doing this. But you ever, last word to you, you ever see a guy on TV that looks like he needs to get punched? Like you could tell he's never been in a fight, but he looks like he needs to get beat up. I'm not saying you should, but he just, you can, a guy who's never been hit has this weird air of cockiness about him that thinks I can, I can, but he's just so passive. And it's just, you've never been punched. And Jack Smith, has never been punched and needs to happen. 
Wow. Last yeah, no, he, he just looks like the bad guy from like the Die Hard movies. I don't know why. Like he just. Hans Gruber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just has that like gaunt <laughs> about him. I don't know. I don't. I, look, there's a lot of guys in politics that I would love to punch out. Okay. Believe me. Every yeah. day I, I, I fantasize about that. But um, Jack Smith. I don't, again, I really think he got pushed into a corner on this. I think there's a, he's being used as well. I, not that I'm trying to vie for any sympathy votes whatsoever, but this guy really walked himself into a corner. And I don't, this is not about winning the cases, by the way. This is something else. This is a, a, a quick political persecution in the press. And yeah. he got the headlines today. But really, I think Trump is going to be playing him. Yeah. Oh, well, it's already happening, and I think it's true. Angie Wong, how can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Just go to Angie Wong, at Angie Wong. You can find me there. I'm on all the socials. You know, yeah, come say hello to me. I don't know. And I'm going to be tagging <laughs> your show all – I'm going to be tagging your show all day tomorrow. So do send me that, I and will. let's blow it up. Yeah, that's great, Angie. Good stuff. And you weren't even prepped for the climate change nonsense, but you did a great job. Oh, I could talk about that stuff. I, you know, I don't mind an electric car. They're, Teslas are pretty cool. I like them. I have, I'm not, I have no beef about that stuff. I don't mind it either. You want to make electric cars. That's great. Last week I had a guy in the show that just could not get over the lithium battery thing. He, he, he thinks they're <laughs> going to blow up. And he gave me eight case studies where electric bicycles exploded. And they're the same lithium, they're, uh, the same whatever they're putting in the electric cars. And then he showed me two cases of electric cars that blew up. You know, my question was, have we got so bad as a society we need an electric bicycle? Pedal. Pedal the damn thing. Right, Matt, Angie we're on to flying cars already. Okay? There are cars that fly in the sky now. Okay? We're beyond bicycles and whatnot. We're, I'm telling you, this is going to be a crazy generation, but we better get the right people in Congress who knows what they're doing to pass those type of laws. Not the Diane Feinsteins, not the uh, brain-dead Fetterman. We need people who actually understands AI, technology, social media to make the right type of laws so that you and I and our yeah. children can live comfortably and safely they're on. I just don't know if I want women drivers flying above my house. They're not flying. It's all AI <laughs> drivers. They're not. It's, it's oh, not okay. going to be me. I'm not going to be like. <laughs> I don't want an 89 year old guy flying above my house. <laughs> I don't trust that. That's that guy on the streets. <laughs> All right, we better cut it off here. All right, Angie Wong, okay. God bless you. Next time, let's do this again. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, God bless you. Keep up the great work. All right, we'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. One final banger segment to go. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My Pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My Pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. 
You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Use your promo code BUFF to get the best savings on MyPillow. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit OptOutToday.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Map Buff Show. Great to have you rolling along with us. And I tell you what, it's been a funny, fun segment, uh, one after another. And and we have to have fun while bringing you guys breaking news and stuff. And that's what we're going to do here on our Freedom Foundation segment. But I tell you what, it's just remarkable how crazy everything is right now. And that includes Randy Weingarten, right? Democrats say Republicans have failed in proving teachers' unions colluded with the CDC on school reopening guidance. Freedom Foundation brings the receipts. We're going to start right there with Ashley Varner. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you. Hey there, Matt. It's so good to see you again. Oh, it's always great to see you, too. What do you think of the specs? I have to be able to read your articles now, and my site is... uh, not what it was. No, the glasses look good on you, and I like to listen to your whole show before I come on. I will say one of my top three concerts was Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Was he good? He seems kind of soft. No, he was amazing because you know what? I pay to listen to the music, and he just played, and then he said, thank you. And then he went into the next one. And then my he said, drop. thank you. There was no commentary. There was nothing of that. He knew the audience, and it was wonderful. Now, people don't understand about Jason Aldean. He was the one on stage when the Vegas shooting happened. They were targeting him then, and they're targeting him again. I've never been a Jason Dean fan, but I bought and paid for uh, Try It in a Small Town. I didn't even know who this guy was until three weeks ago, honestly. See, you're one of the people I was talking about. Yeah, no, I I heard about it. I went and listened to it. I was like, oh, wow, this song speaks to me. You and I are from Missouri. You know, you a little bit from Kansas. But we have a small town thing. We know, like everybody knows, I would get in trouble if I sped down the highway. Uh, Someone would tell my dad at church that saw your daughter. She was going over the speed limit. Like, I know what that whole small town thing is. And it's true. It's true to form. It certainly is. 
We do. Number one on the charts is him. Two other country singers that supported him right behind him. Pretty remarkable stuff. But nobody's behind Freedom Foundation when it comes to opting people out. And Randy Weingarten's a liar. And uh, and and these crazies that want student debt cancellation, they say it's legal. No, it's not, according to the Supreme Court. But they're all saying, we didn't direct the CDC on school reopenings, but it was all colluded. It was all done in a, 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 it was almost impressive in a coordinated way that it was done. And this is the same Randy Weingarten who wanted amnesty. So we would forget about all the crap she did. No, you know, it's not just Randy Weingarten who is lying. And it's, it's the house Democrats who actually uh, published a memo and the Politico ran with it. And if you don't know DC culture, everyone opens the Politico playbook in the morning they read Politico. It is one of the mainstream news organizations that DC people get their news from. And the House Democrats published a memo saying, oh, no, there was no collusion. The House Republicans could find no collusion between Randy Weingarten and the American Federation of Teachers and the CDC on uh, CDC closing guidelines for schools. Are you kidding me? Because we have the receipts. We have emails. We have the text messages. We actually have uh, Arizona Representative Debbie Lesko forced yeah. the current CDC director at the time, uh, Rochelle Walensky. Walensky, uh, yeah. Yeah, she Debbie Lesko asked Walensky on on the hearing, uh, "Do you have uh, <laughs> the Do you have the cell phone number of Randy Weingarten?" And yeah. she, Oh, yes, I do. And she's like, did you guys communicate over cell phone? And after humming and hawing, Rochelle Walensky finally said, yes, we did. And Debbie Lesko said, you know what? I sit on the committee that dealt with this. I wish I had Randy Weingarten's cell phone number so that I could contact her by cell phone. It wasn't but days later, Rochelle Walensky resigned her position as CDC director because she was found out. It's it's it it's mind-blowing the fact that they think we're stupid. They think oh, that yeah. you're stupid, that we forget we have these uh, squirrel-brained uh, levels of intelligence and we don't remember things. And they're going to just say, oh, no, we didn't do that. And then we're going to feed ball it. <clears throat> it. I'm sorry. It's not working. Millions of American parents remember what Randy Weingarten did to their children. They remember that there were emails and there were text messages between Randy Weingarten's AFT and the CDC giving specifics about when you can open schools and yeah. when you can close schools again. You, you should be able to close schools again if these really low bars are met. They tried to keep the kids out of schools and the parents remember that. And more importantly, also the good teachers remember that. And that's why the teachers have been leaving their union membership by droves. And we've been helping them for the last three years. And that's why we had this really successful teacher conference. I know we've talked about with you for the past couple of weeks, but it's been a real success because teachers are fed up. The parents know the truth. And Randy Weingarten cannot continue to lie to American parents. No, not at all. Just like this. Go back to in school. We need to actually get back to in-person learning. I am a big believer 
that we have to reopen safely and carefully. If you hear the frustration in my voice, mm -hmm, I do. we put out a plan at the end of April. The teachers want it. 76% of teachers say they're in for um, going to school because teachers want to teach kids. Now, Randy Weingarten pieced this together and shared it. But what you didn't see in that video is what she said after that. But we can't go back until it's safe. But we can't do this until ventilation is here. But they can't. So I'm using her own words and her own video against her. That was her promoting that video. We need it, more it, money. Out of context. We need, we need more taxpayer money, Matt, in order to get the ventilation systems. We need to yeah, put yeah. up the blockers. We need to make sure the kids have the masks. We're going to make the kids sit outside on buckets eating lunch in the cold in 40 degree weather if they're going to come to school at all. What they did to our kids were atrocious. And again, parents don't forget. They no. saw what happened to their kids. They actually also yeah. saw what the teachers unions were forcing into their curriculum when they had to do Zoom school. And so that is what opened this whole thing wide because the parents finally saw what the teachers we're being forced to teach. And that's why we've heard from teachers across the country. I don't want this. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be tied to Randy Weingarten anymore whatsoever. No. Get me out of this. Help me stop paying these union dues. Help me stop funding <laughs> this radical agenda. And that's what we do every day at the Freedom Foundation. Well, Twitter or X, whatever it's called now, um, flagged her video and said, readers added context they thought people might want to know. They flagged the video and said, Weingarten's words are not representative, uh, a good representation of her actions. And they put links and receipts just like you did. So I just want everybody to know Twitter flagged that video of hers and said it's, it's way out of context and it's a lie. And it's just trying to rewrite history. That's what they do in schools, try to rewrite history. That's what they're doing. And after Randy Weingarten was called out on Twitter X, she started trying to get her educators over to threads, the whole meta thing, which is now going downhill anyway. It's already starting to uh, deteriorate. But she said she wanted all of her educators to become threadgicators. And she wanted to get them off of Twitter so that they wouldn't have to deal with the community notes and they wouldn't have to deal with people actually checking her for the facts. Yes, indeed. Well, I want to move to another story. And you're, it's, it just drives me crazy. She's insane. I got to move to this other story because there's a great line in it. And this is on redstate.com. Get government out of the business of collecting dues on behalf of unions. And the great line in here, Ashley, and I'll let you take it from here. Do government employees collect your church, your, your church tithes or pay your AAA membership? Right? <laughs> and do they pay your lunch money? No. No. No, they don't. In, in fact, for government union employee paychecks, you take out money for Medicare, you take out money for your pension or whatever your retirement is, you take out money for FICA. And in, in fact, it's funny, people who get paychecks for the first time, they're like, who is FICA? Well, now you know, you're paying taxes. Yeah. Uh, but they also take out money on behalf of the unions. Why do they do that? They don't, they don't pay my Netflix bill if I'm a federal employee, if I'm a government employee at all, they don't pay for my AAA. And like you said, they don't pay for my tithe to the church. Um, 
why do unions get this whole sweetheart deal that they don't have to do what literally every other membership organization or company has had to do and they have figured it out they figured out how to do payment give us your credit card or give us access to your bank accounts and we'll do a payment process unions have not had to do that and so i'm so happy to announce that we have a new bill in congress uh one of my own i'm happy to say a missouri son eric burleson Republican congressman out of the Springfield area. Uh, he has filed a bill to get the federal government out of the business of taking union dues out of paychecks and make unions actually go to the people and say, hey, do you wanna be a member? Do you wanna pay us? Give us your information. And they don't wanna do that because they know a lot of people, if given the time and the opportunity will say, huh, maybe I don't wanna do that. And they're scared to death of it. Yeah, it's called the uh, Paycheck Protection Act. You may have heard about it. This is another win for the Freedom Foundation because it just takes so much to even get through committee. Looks like this thing has legs. And all it is, is pay, it is, it's protecting people's paychecks from withdrawals that they may not have authorized and definitely keeping the union, unions out of there. If you want to be join the union and the teachers union, then you can set up a direct deposit with the union. But these withdrawals out of people, you guys have enough cases to where people either forgot it was being withdrawn or didn't want it to be withdrawn and somehow got signed up. Well, that's true. And also you and I have talked about this in Florida. We helped pass this same kind of bill in Florida, this legislative yeah. session. We also helped do it in Arkansas and other states did it in Tennessee and Kentucky. This is a state-based movement that is growing and now we're excited to see it at the federal level. So literally get the federal government out of the business of taking union dues out of paychecks, make the unions get the payments themselves. Why are we not doing that already? That's exactly right because they don't want to change a system that's working on their behalf, even though it's unfair to most people. That's and they're the afraid that if people have the choice, they will say, eh, I don't really want to do that. That's right. That's right. So everybody go to freedomfoundation.com, view this story. Uh, CEO Aaron With released a statement about it and talking about the unreasonableness out there. And it's really remarkable. Also check out many other articles. Great stuff tonight, Ashley Varner. Awesome, on point. And uh, you guys are always breaking news on the show. I love it. And you're making moves every day, which is phenomenal. We've got more exciting news for you next week. Good to see you. Yeah, I heard you got a big plan already for next week. So looking forward to that. God bless you. Keep up the great work. Bye-bye. All right, Ashley Varner, everybody check out freedomfoundation.com. Check out optouttoday.com. Support Derek Johnson, Angie Wong. Ashley Varner and the folks at Freedom Foundation. I mean, it's phenomenal. Bunch of great interviews tonight and content. And we're just watching all of this nonsense play out. I mean, it's just, it just, because it affects you. It affects you every day. The gas went up 47 cents this weekend. Why? 47 cents. Why? And, and Biden's on a beach trying to let this all wash away at his feet. Because he has no answers for it, but the little Marxists that are running the show do. And it just is something we got to put a stop to. 
We got to have a discussion about this and get it done. All right. We got to get our country back on the right track somehow. God bless you all. We'll see you next time on the Matt Buff Show.